Ladies and gentlemen, a warm-hearted welcome back to episode 95 of the Moyes Health Podcast. You poor sods if you've put up with every episode up to this point, but we didn't want to disappoint you with another one. It's important that we use this opportunity to focus your minds, use this opportunity to make sure that you are best set up to become the best version of yourself which is what this journey is all about yes my bra- back my background what the fuck is that my background is health and fitness but a lot of that can be transposed into the other aspects of day-to-day life that we have to deal with and today is no exception today we're going to be talking about our shit the stuff that we deal with the stuff that we go through the stuff that makes life difficult at times that puts us in dark dark places because well as the title to this podcast will suggest we've got to own it but there's reasons behind that so for the next 20 minutes or so sit back relax enjoy as always send me your comments on instagram whilst you're listening if you wish at chris moyes and of course always leave a little review if you can always helps the podcast be promoted to more and more people uh but Without further ado, I guess let's get into it. So what do I mean by own your shit? Well, you guys will know if you've listened to any of the earlier episodes of this podcast, in fact, quite a few episodes of this podcast, that I've been through my fair share of trials in my life. From family disputes, a difficult and tumultuous relationship with my father evictions, divorce, drug use, a million and one different things in between, redundancy, pretty much in every walk of my life there has been something which has tested me. However, one of the most transformative things that I've ever done and arguably the best thing I've ever done, not just for myself but for my family and of course for my children, is to own that shit. It's no secret from previous episodes, if you've been listening that long, that I really, really wasn't proud of the person that I was in my 20s. Wasn't proud of the way that I conducted myself. I didn't feel good about, obviously, the things that I did, the people that I hurt. Um, A lot of people got swept up along the way in the things that I did. But I don't have a time machine. And I, I can't go back and and get rid of the scars that I left on the people that were in my life at the time. I can't go back and change history. I can't undo the things of which I've done. And the way in which I've made people feel. I, I don't have that power. None of us do. But I have got the opportunity to at least draw something from it. You can either sweep your past under the carpet and pretend it didn't exist. Or you can actually use it. Because there is good that can come from every shitty circumstance that we've ever gone through. Be it self-imposed and afflicted or experienced. Nothing should be wasted. No matter how catastrophic, no matter how devastating the circumstance is, there's something you can always take away from it. And I'm hoping that from the previous episodes on this podcast, that's something you guys have been able to learn from my experience my pain to know that life goes on life continues and as i guess one of my favorite sayings at the the moment goes you didn't come this far to only come this far 
luckily through owning my shit and don't get me wrong you know it's been really kind of uh, therapeutic if you will to talk about the things that i've gone through on this podcast it's been it's been a way of being able to get it off my shoulders not that it ever truly is but it's been a way of 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 ownership another avenue of ownership and accountability and ownership for who we were the things we've done is is vital but what i will say and i, I funny enough i heard this in another podcast that i was listening to last week there was a woman she she turned around and said that in today's society and they were talking about kind of uh, tv film and public eye celebrity etc and they were saying about things that people have said or ways in which people have acted in the past and obviously the world has gone through quite a transformative period as far as um discrimination and the way in which we've conducted ourselves i mean we look back now in terms of the way that people would speak about different races etc many many years ago and we're horrified about the way in which they spoke but at the time it was acceptable that was what it was that doesn't make it okay but that means that that's what the time was hell go back even further and it was perfectly acceptable to settle a disagreement by killing the person you had the disagreement with because you know many many years ago we didn't have the laws and the societal conscience that we have now my point is that she basically said that obviously it's person specific and situation specific but she she basically said that anything that someone has done or said previously it's all about evolution. It's all about learning from experience. It's all about moving forwards, understanding your wrongs, taking accountability for them and evolving yourself and the way you conduct yourself as a human being. So she basically said when talking about anybody that she was likely to hire to to work on projects with her, actors, actresses, etc. She basically turned around and said that you know, people would say, well, you know, should you really be hiring this person? They did this. Or should you really be hiring them because they did that? And what about public persona, reputation, etc.? And she said, don't talk to me about the past. Talk to me about the last five years. And obviously, I'm well aware that the, the last five years is past. But her point is that if someone's done something in the past, then obviously it's it's very specific dependent upon what they did or what they said, how they acted. But in a grand scheme of things, she said, I'm looking, always looking for people that can learn because it's not just about how you were. It's about who you become. Did you learn from the errors that you made? And so when she's hiring for a project, her first port of call is how has this person conducted themselves within the last five years? Because I'm not interested in what's gone before. I'm interested to see if they have learnt from their wrongs and if they've evolved as an individual and i think that's a really really powerful kind of sentiment to look at things going forwards as far as a world which arguably is very very wrapped up in you know look at how many people haven't been able to do things or have been publicly demonized because of comments that it put on on twitter and things like this many many years ago you know i i came from the generation when in school you know calling your friends gay was an insult but not in a, a severely derogative way to you know homosexuals etc it was you called your friends gay because that's just how you spoke uh and it was kind of just one of those playground insults that didn't really mean anything but of course nowadays you look back at that behavior and it's 
it's, it's horrifying and so many people's lives are being ruined and destroyed because of previous comments which were acceptable at the time in which they were made yes they were acceptable but that doesn't mean that they were okay two different things and so i like this concept of who have you been in the last five years how have you evolved have you moved with the times have you understood the wrongs of your previous behavior and learnt how to conduct yourself in a more inclusive and diverse way. The reason I bring this up is because the whole part of owning your own shit comes from accountability. You can't move forwards from your shit. You can't do anything productive with it unless you're prepared to accept that that is who you were and, that's, and accept that that is how you acted. Now, you might be listening to this as someone who's squeaky clean that's barely put a foot wrong in their life, but you still have your trials and we'll get to those shortly. But my point is that we can always be better. We can always evolve ourselves as individuals. The worst thing that we can ever do is is crumble under the weight of the shit that we're trying to, to deal with. This is one of the reasons I, I say the serenity quote at the end of every single podcast and I talk about it so much because... You have to accept the things of which you cannot change, the past being one of them. I can't change who I was in my 20s. I can't go back and and undo the hurt in which I caused. The word sorry for, for some people just doesn't seem enough. All I can do is just show and prove that I'm not that person anymore, that I've learned from those mistakes that I've made. The problem is in this generation, touching back on what I was mentioning previously, is that we're not always prepared to allow people to do that we're not allowing people to evolve which is vital back in uh back in the days when i worked for fitness first we had a prisoner uh work kind of experience program where prisoners from a local low security prison were allowed on day release to come and work in the gym and to you know speak to the customers and to be able to not only rebuild their introduction into society but also to forge a career path and it was one of the most powerful things that we did and I truly really enjoyed having the discussions with with some of these guys and some of them were in for manslaughter armed robbery uh gbh abh you know some of the most you know granted not the the end of the spectrum that we don't like to discuss but some of them were in for some pretty big crimes but my attitude towards them was that just because that's how you were does not mean that that's how you must be. Otherwise, you know, one could argue, what is the point of the prison system? We might as well just have the death penalty. What is the point in rehabilitation? What is the point in them ever getting out? If no one is ever prepared to move past the crimes that they did previously, then how can we ever move forwards as a society i do believe that most people deserve a second chance you'll note i'm not touching on some of the more severe crimes which thankfully those people weren't allowed to uh, to have the work experience grant and rightly so but my point is that like i said it's 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 circumstance specific in these situations and i think that's something we've lost in our society we like to categorize everything 
rather than looking at the nuances of each and every situation because we worry too much about precedent but precedent is only set if we allow it to be set every situation has a different nuance and needs to be taken in consideration but again i digress my point is that it was really interesting to spend time with these guys and to see what they've learned about not only their time in prison but see how they felt about the things of which they did and what it then cost them as far as being removed from society and it was really interesting to see them grow as individuals in the the weeks and months that they were with us the reason i use that as an example is because like i said we've we've all we all have pasts we all have things that we've done things that we're not proud of not necessarily to the level of prisoners but my point is that if we never allow ourselves a second chance if we never believe and trust in the fact that we can evolve then our lives are practically over because there's never an incentive never a reason for us to do better but i'm a big believer that you don't need to be the same person you were yesterday hell this whole podcast is built around that evolution of the individual and that evolution can only come from accountability from owning your shit we all have issues and trials in our lives. We've all had them and we will all continue to have them. My point is that every single person, everyone that you walk up to will have dealt with some serious shit in their life and will still deal with some serious shit. We all have problems. We all have things we have to deal with. Now, we'd like to have this scale of problems where we go, these problems are insignificant, these problems are significant, but it's all relative to the individual. It's all relative to their experience. It's all relative to their own individual lives and their own interpretation of the circumstance. I spoke uh, in a previous podcast i have no idea what one it was but i spoke about the whole stress situation as far as a soldier experiencing the stress of being shot at and bombs dropping and then you have an office worker experiencing the stress of deadlines and boss being on their back who's to say that one situation is more stressful than the other because they can both lead to an end of life not just talking in terms of taking one's life, but what I mean by that is the army and the soldier's life can lead to a loss of their life or their, their comrade's life. Uh, I don't know why I use that word, but you know what I mean. Um, or you've got the office situation where it can lead to end of life, literally, you know, so much stress can lead people to do terrible things. But also, you know, if you don't keep your job, that's catastrophic for your life. So stress is relative. Stress isn't just the spectrum of this is stressful, this is not. It's all relative to the individual. What is stressful for me may not be stressful for you. What I deem as insignificant stress that you're dealing with may be incredibly significant to you. And so this is where sympathy and empathy must come into play with how we treat one another. But also, this is where understanding must come from as far as ourselves recognizing that our shit if it's bothering us is significant regardless of whether it is deemed publicly as insignificant or not but 
as per the title of this podcast. We must own that shit. Now, I am a big believer that trials in life are put in place to challenge us. If you go right back to basics as far as human existence, way before the technologically advanced civilization we have now, there were still challenges. Challenges with growing ourselves as a population, as a species, with understanding the world around us and dealing with the world around us, you know, keeping ourselves alive and fed and warm. Same for our families. Challenge is a part of life which is imperative. Even looking at an infant, the challenge of walking, it's a challenge, you know, it's difficult. But we embrace it because we know it's necessary. Stress equals growth as long as we deal with it appropriately. It's when we allow that stress to consume us, which is when the bad shit happens. But we have to own it. Regardless of what stress you're going through, regardless of the situation. And then most importantly, regardless of what the triggers are in terms of what it is causing you to do or not do, you know, let's take my example as far as what I do for a living. You know, someone is under a tremendous amount of stress and they don't, they stop tracking their calories. They stop being mindful of what they're consuming. They stop being focused on their movement, perhaps stop exercising. Um, and then they stop communicating. So try to reach them through WhatsApp, whatever, and can't get hold of them. That is a reaction to the stress of which someone is facing. But it is also a a, a signal of a lack of accountability because when someone goes quiet it is rarely because they are dealing with that shit nine times out of ten it is because they are allowing that shit to deal with them where they're allowing that shit to consume them now i know from my own personal exp experience with everything i've ever gone through not just in terms of the shit that i've dealt out but the shit that i've dealt with Firstly, taking accountability of the situation is, is key. I've spoken previously, it's incredibly important that you get that emotional outburst done. It happens, let your emotions loose. Controlled, of course, safely, but you need that emotional outburst. You need to kind of feel it. And then once that happens, the call to action is, is to get to work, to focus on the things that you can control and not to worry about the things of which you can't. Because worrying about things of which you cannot control will destroy your life and you have no bearing on that now nine times out of ten in terms of things you can control it's either the physical circumstance in front of you or it is your attitude towards said circumstance the fact is that when it comes to owning your own shit not only do we need to step forward from a position of accountability and understanding that you have to go, I did this or I am in this, this is the circumstance, what am I going to do about it? And one of the best ways I've found to do that is just get a pen and paper out. Your brain is, it's an amazing thing, but it's its a, a, an ether of... It, wrong word it's a soup of confusion a thought can be in your head and bounce around your cranium and it makes sense but doesn't make sense all at the same time so brain dumping what you're feeling onto the page can be incredibly beneficial because then you can see your problem 
But I know for a fact that you listening to this, you've either been through some shit or you're going through some shit. But I must stress this, that dealing with that shit and taking accountability for it is firstly, you know, it's the first, the first step is taking ownership for it. And secondly, focusing on not allowing that shit to consume you. Recognizing that just because it is what is now does not mean it is what will forever be. The commitments you make to yourself, the commitment to become a better individual, more considerate, more empathetic, more open-minded, to conduct yourself better, to be the best version of yourself. If you fulfill that commitment to yourself, then you are in the most opportune and best position to be able to evolve yourself as a human being for yourself and those around you. Because I tell you this, every single shitty circumstance I have ever gone through, life has been better on the other side. Going through the horribleness of my 20s and my divorce, life was better on the other side because I met the most amazing woman and created the most amazing family. Going through the family disputes I've gone through over the years taught me so much about myself and my own morality and my own code of conduct and what I'm prepared to accept and not accept gave me strength within myself to to be able to say no I am not happy with that and to make difficult decisions going through redundancy gave me the tools that I needed to be confident that life wasn't over simply because my job no longer existed gave me the onus to prove to myself that I can put my two hands to work and I can I can forge a different path for myself and the eviction also taught me that that just when the chips are stacked against you and you put the biggest load of trust in people and you are hurt in every way you can possibly think of and you barely sleep at night that by putting your two hands to work and by going out and grafting you can then find yourself in a way better situation and therefore looking back on the situation of you know the loss of home etc it ends up being one of the best things that ever happened to you despite the fact that in that moment it was one of if not the worst own your shit take accountability for what you're dealing with whether it is a demon within yourself or whether it's an exterior circumstance which is challenging you you have the strength to power through it and you didn't come this far to only come this far thank you for listening folks remember accept the things of which you cannot change have the courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference And as always, I will see you on the next one. Let me know your thoughts on Instagram. Toodles.